Hilchus Schiris Laws of Rental Perik Shmini Halachalaf. Echadasechim Mechaviri Sad Lazada, whether you rent a field from someone else for the purposes of planting it, or you can't have vineyard. Or a vineyard, whether you rent a field or a vineyard for the rights to plant and reap the produce, and you're going to pay cash. I'm renting the farm from renting the field for this amount of dollars. That's a classic rental. I rent it from you and we make the arrangement, I'll pay you in produce. Now, that's maybe perhaps something I want to do because I don't have cash on hand. The produce I'll have if I work the, work the ground. A set amount of produce. For example, I rent this field from you. And the rent is going to be paid 20 core per year. It's a volume amount of grain per year in produce. Or this vineyard. I'll pay you in 20 barrels of wine per year. All these cases, it's essentially considered a rental. Whether the agreement is to pay a set fee in cash or a set volume of produce. That doesn't give an example. You say a set, a set monetary. I'm going to pay you $1,000 worth of wheat. That's a little different. But let's keep it simple. Either pay you $1,000 in cash or 100 pounds a week. I forget whatever it is. They're all considered one halacha. That's considered a rental. When you're a seicher and, you're not, and the agreement is not to pay cash, the agreement is to pay a volume of produce, that's called a seicher. That's the word. Okay, that's what the seicher means. So a seicher is a seicher because instead of paying in cash, you're paying produce. Base. Mind you, by the way, depending on the situation, I didn't say I'm paying $100, 100 pounds of wheat from this field. I'll pay 100 pounds of wheat. What if I want to go on vacation the whole year and go to learn Kyle? I'll buy you wheat from the market. Fine. But the point is that that's what I'm going to pay you. Okay, I'm just pointing out. Now, that's not iron clot because there is a certain right the guy has to his field. So, but let's remember that the agreement was $100, uh, this dollar amount or this volume of grain, or volume of produce. Right? Base. Hamakabal said, are you part of the Grain or wine? Well, it depends what kind of field it is. Yeah. I can, I, I can, it's a, if it's a, a wheat field, I can make you a deal. I'm going to pay you in wine if I want. Fine. Okay. But the point is, usually it has to do with the type of grain you're going to plant. All right. I'm going to examples. It could be apples. It's an apple orchard. That's not the point. <laughs> a person now who receives or accepts upon himself, if you will, a field or an orchard in order to work the field or the orchard, to spend money as you would, expenses, as a business expense like that, and then you're going to pay the owner, not in money, you're going to give him one-third of the grain the field produces. Or your revio, or a quarter, or whatever percentage you want to agree upon. That's not called a chaycha, that's called a makabal. So now let's, let's think about the difference over here. What's the difference? Very simple. This is a set amount, regardless of how the field does, 100 pounds per year. Okay. Here I'm saying 10%. Well, how much is that? If it's 100 pounds, it's 10 pounds. If it's 1,000 pounds, it's 100 pounds. Okay. Right? It's portional. 30%. Right? Portion. Uh, so, uh, now in that situation, anything which is basic essential for the field, like to protect it, like, like a, um, a fence and basic trenches and things that are considered considered essential by farmer standards. The landlord is obligated to make sure the field has it. Like we're looking at an apartment, there's certain things that are basically has to make sure it has a door, a lock. Anything which is considered a uh, luxury, it's, you know, just, it helps the guy working there that he should be able to guard it easier. But it's not considered essential. But in that case, the, the tenant, whichever arrangement it is, a set amount or a set amount, a set percentage, he's for those things. That's considered a, a luxury, if you will, so to speak. It, it helps me to guard the field. It's not essential. The axe, the blade that's used to chop the ground up like a plowing tool of some kind. And then when sometimes you have to do a trench, you need like a 
buckets that you carry the earth away in. Vadlivakad in a jug and a bucket. They're used for drawing water. Abalakarka, those are considered essentials, and therefore the landlord has to provide them. Digging the places that you like, dig these little trenches. That when it rains, the water collects there and stays a little bit longer, so it helps the field get watered. That's not a landlord's responsibility. That helps the convenience to the tenant in terms of his watering the, the crops. Therefore, it's his responsibility if he wants to do that. The landlord is not to do that. That's considered convenience. Gimel. Yeah, I'm not sure. It doesn't, it doesn't discuss it over here. I don't know. Not just so, but the plow and the Yeah, I don't know. A person rents, or whichever arrangement, again, again let's remember. Seicher slash Seicher means a set fee, either cash or produce. Kabbal means a percentage, which will change based on how well the field does, and how hard I work, and how much vacation I take. And how much? So that's the makabel. So either way, saw the mechaver l'shalom I receive it for a minimal amount of years, which means this will see less than seven years. Lawyers rent a pish, you're not allowed to plant flax, right? So I'm renting the field for a thousand dollars. I can plant whatever I want, not flax, because flax takes a lot of time in order for it to, to get out of the ground, and, it, and, and, it, and it, you're going to leave behind all kinds of all kinds of roots, and it depletes the nutrients, and therefore it's not considered reasonable. You, you have to plant something that when you leave, it'll go. The field will go back to normal. So, I beg your pardon? I said less than seven. If, however, it was for seven years that you rented the field, or you, or this arrangement of Kablonas, then the first year only you can plant flax. Why? It takes seven years for the ground to go back to normal. When you leave and the lease is over, you got to give the land back to where you got it. When you leave, you plant Pishton less than seven years from the end date, you're not giving, giving it back to where you got it. Now, the Dhamma. flax? It's a kind of grain. A kind of. Like, um, uh, Linen, you know, it's a kind of uh, like, like plant from which you make linen. Okay. okay, now the Ram talks about it. Now the rest of Gimel goes to a whole other question. When I, can we turn that off? When the Ramam goes into a, when the person uses a term for a time frame to describe how he's renting a field, and he says, remember, look in the beginning of the, uh, the, the, the second case, it says, Sheva Shonim. I'm renting the field. The contract it says, or the verbal agreement we make was, Sheva Shonim, seven years. Ve'en Hashemis Minin when I say seven years with two, between two, two Jews, it means seven years that I can use the field to plant. And, we're talk- and in a case where it's actually so, where Shemitah is observed, that year doesn't count. And therefore, really, if you rent it in Tavshin Pei, the lease is over and the Tavshin Pei Ches, not Tavshin Pei Zayin. Okay, because there's a Shemitah there somewhere. Now, that's when the Lashon was Sheva Shonim. Sachar Kibla, Shavua Echad. If Lashon uses one Shavua, which doesn't mean a week, it means seven years, then Shavuah is a minion. That case, Shemitah is, is, is counted. Right, so at the end of the, this case, Tavshin Pei Dal, let's say, Shemitah, for example, he rents in Tavshin Pei, at the end of Pei Zion, the guy says, leave. What do you mean leave? We said, Shavu Echad, I understood, seven years means, means uh, uh, seven usable years. The answer is no, the landlord has the right to say, I understood, and I agreed on that price, based on the assumption that it's Shavu Echad, one set of seven, and, that, and therefore it's over at the end of seven years. L'chayr, the same thing, I'm just thinking out loud, the same thing applies, let's say, let's, let's say I rent, rent a car from you, and we're understanding that we're both from Yidin, we're both from Yidin, I want to have the car for seven days, I held it on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. So L'chayr, the assumption is seven usable days, Shabbos doesn't count. If I say one week, then Shabbos is part of it, it's, it's, it's seven days, not eight days, oh, same idea L'chayr, good, Dalit. What is Shep rubbing? <laughs> one second, that's, that's Kablonus, that's, that's the... That, that's, that, that's the example of when you rent the field and the way you pay is a percentage of what it produces rather than a set fee. Okay. I think it'd be better if you could Hebrew Rambam. It would make it easier for you, I think. When a person rents 
or share crops. Again, remember, rents means a set fee. Share crop means a percentage, a sudden from his field. And the field is a base hashlochen, which is a field that because of its terrain or the type of grain it is or the type of soil it is, that it needs a lot more water than the rain. It can't suffice just from the rain. The cancer rain is not sufficient besides the rain, and it's not a drought, it's a regular, all the other fields are doing fine. The rain is good, it's, it's a good year. But this field besides the rain needs someone to water it. That's the Beis HaShlachim, okay? Or it's a, tr- it's a field which has some trees. Not an orchard, it has some trees. Now, mind you, grain can survive from the rain. You don't have to go water a grain field, usually. This is the Beis HaShlachim. However, trees, even in the, in, the, in the most fine year, rain is not sufficient. They need extra water. So therefore, the two examples where you can't rely on the rain, either the field that's the Beis HaShlachim, it's grain taka, just, just to eat, but in this field, the soil is whatever kind that needs extra water, or it's a field that has trees and trees and extra water. In any event, the point is, is that this field that I rent from you, doesn't, the rain is not sufficient, you have to water it. Now, lucky for me, and perhaps this is why I chose this field from you, is because this field has a mine, a well. So it's very convenient to go water the, the, the field because I don't have to walk too far. However, the well that was there, the, 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 the spring that was there dried up. However, the main water supply to the area, the main river that you know, people back then, civilizations always started by the rivers, right? Because you have to have water supply, the most basic you need to live. But that's still there. So... So, um, therefore, the basin, people for drinking, all, that, there's, a, there's a river, local river is still, it's, still, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a drought here, the river's there. Therefore, you can, you can, it's possible to bring water from the main river by a bucket. Or for that matter, if the tree of the, of the, um, of, of the, in this field, it's a primary grain field, it has some trees, or a tree, and that tree was cut down. So these are two times I have to you. Listen, I rented this field from you, but I rented this field for a convenience. The convenience is this field has a water supply. I don't have to go to the river. Or this field has a tree. Now, why, why are trees great? Because fruit is a, is a very, you know, in the beginning of the tree takes a lot of work. After that, as long as you don't do anything too terrible, the tree will produce fruit. The fruit's more valuable than grain, or at least as valuable, requires less work. Therefore, it's much more profitable. So it's a lot more, a lot more profit for, per work. But that convenience that I had in mind when I rented this field is now gone. Now, therefore, I wanted to, I wanted to take off, take, take, uh, reduce the price. I said, I'm going to give you $1,000, I'm going to give you $900. I said, I'll give you 10%, I'm going to give you 9% or whatever it is. And then you're not allowed to because it's not considered like a guy went, went on the contract. It's considered, it's a field. It's not as convenient as you thought it was. It wasn't part of the deal. You didn't say in the contract the field with the wall, with the well. It just that was an assumption you made. You didn't say the contract, the field with the with the, with the tree. And therefore, even though it's gone, you, the contract stands. And therefore, the price stays. If, however, it's a something impacting all the local. Base lonus doesn't mean an orchard. Base lonus means a grain field that has a tree. And the tree is gone also. So I read. That I I was thinking to myself, very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know use this field for grain. I even have a couple of apple trees. Wonderful. This is this is a, this is this is well, great. Also, there's no apple trees. Yeah, so the, so the field is still usable. The convenience you thought about. If you put in the contract that you want the field also the apple trees, it's something else. That didn't happen. Okay, he has to make the same. It's, it's, he has to pay the same price. And the Gemara explains that actually that the reason is because he tells him that uh, this isn't uh, this isn't. Um, this is a, 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 a thing about your mazel or your zechusim, he tells the renter. That's why when you read it, that's why this happened. That's what we can tell him, the Gemara says. Um, 
Okay, Vimhak If, however, it's a it's a universal problem, the whole main river dries up, that the whole area there's no water. That he could reduce the price because again over here, listen, I is my field. It's both of us want the field, right? But this is something that impacted everybody. If I hadn't rented here, I'd be impacted anyways. So it's not your fault. The landlord, landlord, well, the landlord is basically the guy to the landlord. If I hadn't rented it from you, don't say it's my mazel. This is something that, that it would impact you anyways, right? Because the whole, the whole area is impacted. Don't blame it on me. Therefore, he's allowed to reduce the price, yeah? So just because you happen to get lucky that punk before the drought, you rented it to me. Don't put all the loss on me. If you, hadn't, if I, if you had kept it, you'd have some loss as well. So now that we're, that we're sharing the property, we both deserve to swallow the loss, right? Because it's something which is to everybody. If it was, if if the well dried up, just local wells, to blame that on the on the muzzle of the of the renter, fine. But if the main river dried up, it's both of them, both of their problem. Who, uh, who determines the reduction of payments? The, however much that's 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 specific. He doesn't go into over here. How would that work? Based on whatever agreement they made on, on, on how little the field could produce. Okay. If it produces ten percent less, he does reduce ten percent of the original price. If it were a percentage agreement, how would you make that work out? If, if it produces ten percent less, so that goes proportionately. If, however, remember we said if the guy says I'm renting the field with the well, it's part of the of the tonight. Then obviously he could reduce it because that was part of the deal. But what if it's if it's if it's a question whether he specified it? He's standing in the field. Vamali tells the owner, landlord, or the landlord tells the renter, this field that needs to require us water, which, by the way, has a well in it. They don't say that, but he says while he's standing in it. This grain field that has trees, this one we're standing, I'm renting to you. It's like he says, therefore, this convenience, which is understood to be spoken out, even though it wasn't spoken out, Black and white. It's spoken out sufficiently. If, if, it, if it gets removed, he says, "Hey, you know, this extra convenience is gone. I'm reducing the price." He's standing inside of it. The fact he said in this field rather than a field, he's trying to say this with all of the things about it that I'm happy with, that we're both happy with. And therefore, if that thing goes away, that's legitimate grounds to reduce the the price. No, but has Right. Why did he say hazeh? In order to tell him the way it is. He said hazeh, uh, right? He didn't say the word hazeh. Ella, right, yeah. The fichan, therefore. He wasn't standing in it. I'm renting you a base hashlochin. Or a base or a field with trees. And it dries up, or the tree gets cut down. He cannot reduce the price. Because this is not considered a breach of contract. So um, the, the question is, what if he said, well, so the point is, is that when he, when he stands, when he stands and he says, Hazed, it's clear he's saying with this, with this uh, it's like he specified in the, in, in the, in the star. Now, um, <coughs> it's interesting because over here, he can't tell him it's your mazel. My mazel, your mazel. You, you know who I am. We made a deal. That's the point. If they don't specify, you could say, listen, it happened because of your mazel. Fine. Halacha, hey. So, continue on this theme of whose who's, who's lousy luck, if you will, whose chusim is relevant, yeah? Person rents or, or, or share crops the field from someone else. And it was eaten by a plague of locusts, or it gets... Nishtafa is like some kind of like sandstorm or like a, like a, like a, a east or west wind that's very hot that, that I think in English is called blighting. It destroys the crops. Now, so, 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 so now, the guy says, it's your mazel, and it's your lousy mazel, like, so you, you just owe me 100 pounds worth of, uh, 
worth of wheat, like, we, like an agreement was. The Macabre case is interesting because the Chayyim we agreed ten percent. So whether it produces a lot or little, it's the same ten percent. So why are they fighting about? But uh, the Chayyim of is saying that because of your mazel, the basic ten percent assumption is so little that I want you to compensate by making it twenty percent, right, or something like that. That's, I guess that's the vort. How do we know whose fault is, if you will, a kaviyach, like like you know, whose mazel? If the majority of the fields in that city, more than half of them, right, have had this maka of locusts or or the wind, he gets to deduct the. Rent, based on the percentage of the hefzit. You can tell him, listen, I promised you 100 pounds, but half the field wasn't, was, was assured by the locusts. I'm going to give you 50 pounds. Because the fact that it happened to majority of the, of the, of the fields, it's not my mazel, the renter says, even though the, we assume the mazel of the person who's occupying the field is more relevant to the field than the mazel of the owner. Therefore, the seich is usually to blame. But here, it happened to majority of the fields over here. This is, a, this is, this is everyone equally. So we, you and I share the mazel here together. Well, it's not this field, it's the whole city, most of the city. So this, if it's only some of the fields, not half, right? Less than a they can't deduct. Even though this landlord, all of his all of his fields were part of the ones that that got that got ruined. And I'm making the assumption that that the fields that got ruined wasn't just the, the, the landlord's fields. It was some other fields as well that got ruined. If it's only landlord's fields, it's another story. But among, among these uh, 10% of the city that got destroyed, all of this landlord's fields spread around the city got destroyed. Afal Pekain, the fact is, is that, is that um, he can't, he can't uh, right, even those that were not rented out, the, the, can't, the, the fact is, is that um, he can't tell the Balakarka it's your bad mazel. Because the, the Gemara says that if it was, if even if it was a matter of his personal mazel, there's a there's a lush in the pasuk of um, um, what's the lush over here? He says over here the lush of uh, the Abish doesn't wouldn't wouldn't destroy it completely. So if it was, if it was a matter of din or his schusim, it wouldn't have been so so absolute. The fact it was so absolute means it was a it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a maka, and therefore. Um, it did, excuse, excuse me. Therefore, it wasn't it wasn't the, it wasn't the schus of the. Again, okay, Mlei saw this if the maka didn't go to the majority of the fields in the city. Any he can't deduct from the rent. He has to pay the full price. Even though even the landlord's fields were destroyed, because the tenant, um, because we say it's a mazel the tenant, right? Just like we said, we said in the previous halacha that when the field is destroyed, we say it's his mazel. As long as it's not considered a makas medina, this is not a makas medina. So we tell him, "Excuse me, the the, the mazel of you, Mister Renter, you. That's why this field was 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 destroyed." What is makas medina? A communal problem, a communal okay. a communal. Uh, mm-hmm. So so I he'll say to him, uh, "Mister Landlord, if that's the case, how come all your fields were destroyed? None of them were, were saved." So, um, so the answer to that is that um, that if that was irrelevant, it would it wouldn't have been so absolute. The fact it was so absolute. Means it was it was uh, daft because of the because of the seicha. Um, yeah. So so Mashiach came when the renter rents, it could be absolute. Why, what's the difference? I'm not sure. In other words, if, it, if the seicha is going to say the same thing, if it's a matter, a matter of my my and why was it absolute loss? Oh, right. Very poshut. It's not the renter's absolute loss. This renter, it's not his all his fields. It's time he rents a few people. Or he has other fields. 
It was an absolute. So therefore, therefore, we could say it's his mazel. This was his, his. He was deserving that that this field he's renting should be among the fields that were destroyed. What if all of the renters' fields he rents from a few landlords, and all of his rentals got ruined? Even though not only if it was a minority of the of the of the area, even though it was majority of the area got destroyed. And that majority included all of his rentals. He cannot deduct. It's a Makas Medina, which the landlord and the renter should share evenly. This, this Maka depends on the Seicha specifically. Because all his fields were destroyed. We said before that when there's a Maka of an individual for his, because of his lack of schools from a bad mazel, it's not absolute. So how come over here we're saying it could be absolute for the renter? That's a question the Farshim asked, and the answer is not clear what exactly the answer is. Why would difference? I was thinking of a Pashta answer. Because it doesn't belong to me. You can't say it's a total Maka for me. This rental was ruined. That's not an eternal market for their landlords. It's much more of a long-term damage. But that's no, 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 no one answers that. So, so exactly, exactly why we're machalic between a landlord and a renter, that by a landlord we say, this is uh, not a, a matter of schusim. A matter of schusim is some rachmonis. Something, something remains. It can't be a matter of schusim. Mashiach, when it comes to a renter, we say, yeah, it could be a total loss, and that's because of his poor schusim. Why is a renter judged more harshly than a landlord? I'm not, I'm not sure. Bad enough. <laughs> it's not love about a car because she has on a chitim. What if it was pushed to the whole, not the red, yeah, but not the red, yeah, the whole I'm not sure. Then you could say there's no, there's no then question, yeah. So then the chari, yeah, are you machag to raven coil? Are you saying, I don't know, he doesn't get an example like that, so I'm not sure. He's no, it would make sense. He's no love balakarka. So let's finish the law. He's no love balakarka. She's in a chitim. We made a deal. You're going to plant wheat in the field and pay, pay me X amount or X percentage. Or, yeah. Bizarre story. And the guy goes, he wants to plant barley. He didn't work. He did plant and it didn't grow anything. He tried. Even though. He could tiny. If I had planted, it wouldn't have helped anyways. Or if I had planted wheat, like you said, wouldn't helped anyways. Or if, you, or if I had, or if I, I mean, I did plant it, but it didn't grow. If it, if it grew, it wouldn't help because it was a maca, and a lot of things were destroyed. Most things were destroyed by grasshoppers or the wind. And he doesn't have a right to deduct anything because he could say to listen. If you had at least tried, you'd have a tiny. You didn't even try, right? Or the fact that you tried didn't grow means obviously you're a lousy farmer, right? Or, or you deviate from our deal. So therefore. Therefore, don't tie it to me that uh, you deserve to deduct, deduct from the rent. If you had kept our deal and you had planted soirim and you did it properly, they would have grown. Then, then you would this, then then our field would have been one of the ones that were spared, right? At least, you, at least I, I could tie to that. So, if you want to deduct, tell me I'm wrong. You bichal didn't don't have don't have a tie he's, he's saying to him because you bichal didn't nothing grew, and which means he obviously did a lousy job, or. Right? Nothing didn't, why did nothing grow? Not because of the grasshoppers. Grasshoppers make, they eat, they eat, local, they eat. Or the wind destroys. The fact that it didn't grow, nothing to do with the markets. Obviously, the guy uh, didn't do something right over here, right? You know? All right. When do we say, listen, nothing grew, you didn't, you didn't plant, or you did plant, it didn't grow, you have a chiv, at least try, right? So therefore, we shouldn't have a total loss. Calls says, as long as the planting season isn't over yet in that area, he has to tell him, you have to try again. So it depends on the area. What, what, what's considered normal planting season? And if he doesn't, if he, and if he doesn't, then he has to pay the hundred pounds a week, like they agreed, even though he has to go buy it from the marketplace. Now, in the case of a percentage agreement, how would that work? I'm not sure. Would you have to pay him anything? It's not clear. In this case, how it worked was makabel, right? Because the whole concept of makabel is we agree that there's like a risk over here. But the whole, even makabel, I'm not taking a risk of nothing. The risk is how much. Hundred pounds a week doesn't change. 
But a makabal, a 10%, that, that could depend on how the fluctuation of the field. But at least there's something guaranteed. So it could be over here, you have to pay him taka some minimal amount of what's the most minimum you would assume, 10%, even the worst year, how much is 10% of the field if they agree to pay him 10%. And that's the amount he's to pay if he doesn't, if he, if, if he doesn't uh, you know, if he doesn't, 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 doesn't uh, nothing grows. Well, here in uh, yeah. note 28, everything depends on local condition. There is no... Okay, there are no I, universal rules. That's not what, what I'm talking about right now. That's, that, so that's the, what you're saying is, is that when does that, <laughs> right, that's what I mentioned earlier, that, uh, that, that when, when, when do we say, that, uh, listen, uh, the, guy, the, guy, the guy didn't plant, and he says, okay, I didn't plant, so therefore I have to pay you um, 100 pounds a week. Can he tell him, go plant now? It depends on the local growing season, planting season. That's what No. 28 is saying. Okay, good. Okay. Vav, I know the notes, don't worry. So you have it all in the line, you see? Yeah, trust me. Vav, when a person rents or share crops the fields from his fellow, now, when you cut the grain, do you uproot it completely with the roots or do you leave it there? Depends. If you're the renter, you might say, I don't want to do that, it's too much work. Or you might say, I definitely want to do that, I get the extra roots to feed them my behema. If you're the landlord, do you want them to uproot them or not? Maybe you say, I want them to uproot them, don't leave that in my field, uh, um, these, this, this work for me to do, right? Um, or you could say, no, I want you to leave it there because it fertilizes the ground, right? So therefore, leave it there. So if they both agree, obviously they agree. The question is, if they have a fight. So the answer is, if the local meaning is they, they cuts the grain without uprooting it, he actually just cuts it, he doesn't uproot it. Very is not allowed to uproot it. If the meaning is to uproot it, then the tenant has to uproot it. He's not allowed to just cut it. Each one can force the other to follow local minig based on whatever preference they have. And what if, a, what if the meaning is that not, you can't just uproot it, you have to plow afterwards. Whether, I guess the truth is actually whether or not the minigus to uproot it could be the minigus to plow afterwards to make sure all the, all the roots are gone. So I'm all the minigus not to uproot it, but you plow it afterwards, that's how you uproot it. Or even though you uproot it, you have to also plow. That's the minigus, then, the then the tenant is required to plow afterwards in order to uh, uproot everything. If the place, the minigus, that you, when you rent out a wheat field, the trees what are. You can't, can't, he, 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 he can't, you can't, can't just cut. You have to also uproot. Mm. That when you rent out land, let's say for a grain field, that includes the trees. I am. Uh, it's a, we talked about wheat, but that includes the trees. Then maskirin. Then including the rental. Even though I gave you a good discount, I can say, listen. Of course, I, I, the trees are not included in the rental, says the landlord. That's why it's give such a good price. No, if the minute I'm mocking me is that when you rent the field, you include the trees, include the trees. If the place of the minute is you rent a field, for the, and, and, and you talk about rent a field, the assumption is for grain, planting things. And the assumption is that that, that, that does not include the trees, excuse me. The tenant is not allowed to use the trees to benefit from the payers. Even though he gave me charge him a high price. And the tenant says, what do you mean? I paid you this, 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 this extra price than usual. The assumption was it include the trees. No. If you don't specify in the shtar, you follow local minute. You, you can't use the price as a riot to things. We have this in Hilchas Mechir as well. You buy a house, you buy a donkey, it doesn't include this and that. And the answer is certain things are assumed to be included or not included, and the money you pay is not a riot. The person who rents a field from his fellow and the deal is going to pay him 20 core of let's say per year, and then the field gets, the wind destroys everything. And then for the wheat, well, not destroys everything, excuse me. It makes it poor. 
He gives him 20 core of wheat from that field, and unfortunately for the landlord, he's going to be poor quality wheat. It was a good year, and this field produced very good grain. The tenant can't tell him, listen, I'm going to buy you 20 pounds, 20 core of chitim as you get from the marketplace, average quality. No. So even though it's a set amount, but the landlord has a certain right to that field in the sense that if it's better than usual, he is entitled to that quality. Even though a Kabbal is the one where we say it fluctuates based on risk and a Chaychot is a set amount of volume of grain, but even in there there's a fluctuation risk in terms of the quality of the wheat and therefore they're both beholden to each other based on the quality. Similarly, if you rent it from a vineyard and the deal is I'm going to give you 10 baskets, standard size baskets of grapes. After he cuts them, they spoil. And similarly, he sheaves of grain, right? you cut the wheat, you bundle it, and then it, uh, whatever gets, gets his wound. He gives them, this, that's considered part of the deal, but what happens if if the deal is that he, he's going to give him 10 barrels of wine? Now, the guy owns the field. Once you take the grapes out of the field and you start making them to wine, now this is no longer the cheshman of the, of the landlord. This is already on your head. And the renter said, "The has become vinegar. He can't give him vinegar because this is already not to do with the landlord's fault. Problem. This is already the fact that the guy renting didn't do something in the winemaking process. Similarly, you would say, for example, if he took the wheat out of the field, the storage, and over there, if something bad happened, he can't tell him sorry that the wheat's not good quality this year. He has to give him good quality. So, if the problem with the thing, if the agreement was a certain type of grain." And the assumption is he's going, to, he's going to give it from his field. And then there's a problem while it's still on the premises of the landlord. He can tell him, listen, I'm sorry, this is what we produce this year. Right? But if it, it happens after, and he takes it out, that's already the problem of the tenant. He can't give him vinegar. If the deal was, I'm going to give you 100 bundle sheaves of fodder, animal fodder. But then instead of planting fodder, you plant something else. Now, apparently, animal fodder really don't, only needs like a month to grow, apparently, it seems, right? So, therefore, it goes faster. After he plants the other thing, he plows the field, as is supposed to be done for when you when you're between types of planting. And he plants um, fodder. It's animal food. Veloxa, okay. and then the wind comes and it, uh, it, it, it damages the crop, the, 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 the growth. Or vice versa, he tackle planted the, the, the fodder first, but he didn't let it grow the entire time. He then plowed. And then he, he um, planted it again. In other words, apparently, the same species, he planted the fodder again. Not a different species. So, and Veloxin was, and it was, it was, it was sorry, not the wind. Veloxin means just, it was, it was poor quality. It wasn't as good. It was an inferior situation. So the point is that he did something over here, not the norm. Either he planted something else first instead of planting first what they, what they agreed upon. Like or he planted the fodder, but he didn't let it grow the normal time, he suppose. He wanted to do a, you know, two, two average crops instead of one big one, right? So he was starting to get a bit more, right? He can't say, sorry, this is what I produced. He has to give him good, normal, average quality from the market because he deviated from the deal. So when the renter goes in agreement, it's in his head to make sure the landlord gets what he agreed upon. Yeah. We'll find more, talk more about that soon. A person who rented a rent field from his, from, his, from his fellow, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to weed it. And apparently the minigamakum in this place was to weed it, yeah? But he tells him, what do you care if I don't weed it, says the renter. I'm going to give you the amount you wanted. You don't tell him, you, you can't uh, do that. So the landlord could tell him, sometime in the future you're going to leave this agreement. They have all kinds of grasses I don't want. Therefore, if the minigamakum is to weed it, you have to weed it. 
Um, but if you look, if, if, even if he tells him, at the end when I leave, I promise before I go, I'm going to, at the end, I'll weed it so that when you give it back, you'll have it as commission. Who? And Shemimai, because all the while the weeds are there in the field, and they're sapping at the soil, it's energy, and they decrease the value of the field. Tess. I rent the field from you, and the, the, the agreement is going to, agreement is going to and, and we specify that the purpose of the agreement is, if you don't specify, I do whatever I want. But we specify it for the purposes of planting barley. How am I going to pay you? Cash, a certain amount of barley, a certain amount of grapes for all you care. But that was the deal. Layers in the chitin that if that's the agreement, you're not allowed to plant wheat. Apparently, wheat saps or devalues the soil more than barley. And therefore, I didn't agree on that kind of price. So, if the agreement is to plant wheat, you could plant barley. A be again. The guy agreement was to make sure he gets his his whatever we agreed upon. If it's hundred pounds of wheat, fine. I have to buy you wheat, but I want to plant barley. What do you care? It's actually better for the ground. Good. Kidneys, if he agreed to plant legumes, layers on a tivur, he shouldn't plant grain of any kind, wheat or barley. Tivur, he agrees to plant grain. He's in a kidneys. He should not plant kidneys. He could plant kidneys, excuse me, because kidneys doesn't sap the ground as much as grain. So kidneys saps the ground least. Tivur, excuse me, wheat chidim. Destroys the ground the most, and barley somewhere in between. Um, the Ramah actually, the Shulchan apparently says, because it seems to be given Gersayish Nagamar, it's like carrot. He says, whatever we agree upon, you can only plant that or something less damaging to the ground. You cannot plant something more damaging to the ground. And how do we know? Says the Ramah, find an agricultural mumch in that area and ask him. That's what the Ramah says. Bubble kids, and bubble kids, and bubble kids, and now let a plant. Yeah, legumes, even though you agreed to plant in Bavel, for some reason, the cause of the ground over there, that the kidneys or the species, whatever it is, that affects the ground negatively more than wheat, not less than wheat. All right. Yud. is a person who takes a uh, sharecropping agreement from someone else for less than seven years. So these type of sycamore tree or wild fig tree that he wants to cut the, cut the wood down in order to use the wood, he's not allowed to use it. Why? Because it takes seven years to regenerate and therefore if he uses it, he's gonna, it's going to grow back. He's going to be giving the landlord the field less, less uh, intact than he took it. Nor is he allowed to benefit from... Um, the trees that grow by themselves, he's not allowed to benefit from them. So those are not considered part of the deal. Those belong to the landlord. Because his job is to plant and cultivate things and, and sow grain, basically. That, that's, his pur- that's his purpose. Therefore, if things happen by himself, that's the mazel of the landlord. It's not the mazel of the, of the renter. However, the guy says, one second, excuse me. These 10 trees by themselves, he's telling me I can't touch them. What about the space I was supposed to plant wheat? You make an average cheshben of if you had grain over there, how much you would have. And tell the landlord, I'm not giving you that percentage or that amount because the two pounds that I'm taking off is because I could have used this area. Now I can't. Now, this is talking about a case where the trees grew in a place. If they hadn't grown, he could plant wheat there. If the trees grew in a place where the can't grow anything anyways, somehow a tree grew in a sandy area, then he has Latinus. What if, however, Hitaka took a lease of the land for seven years or more? And then he could use these wild sycamore trees and their wood because it's after seven years, it's going to grow back to exactly how it was when he got it. Okay. When the t- comes time to leave the field, his lease is over. But there were some uh, things that grew that he worked on hard. He put the effort in, but they didn't yet grow to the full state of being able to sell. They're too uh, small, too immature. 
Not ripe. I should go I should go with the ripe, but he gives man at Yemeshukumach. The problem is market day is ready to still a month away, right? It's a small place, but the market day is not here yet. So what do we do? Sham Raisam Natal Balakarka. So then we say, okay, the Balakarka is gonna sell these on the market day. How much will you make? And deduct that from the rent. Or in the case where it's not ripe enough, okay, you worked so hard, the balakarka is gonna sell it when in one week or two weeks when it's ripe enough, however much he's gonna make, so it will pay you the difference of whatever it is that you deserve for working on it. Just like they divide the uh, the, the, the landlord intended to divide the grain by percentage. The straw, the hay, right? When you, when you, when you thresh the grain, all the, you cut it, all you have a lot of straw and hay. Who has the rights to that? Whatever percentage amount they agreed on by the, by, um, by a of 10%, 20% the landlord gets, or half, whatever it is, that's exactly how to divide the straw and the hay. The case of a secher, a chaycher, you not a I'm paying you X amount of cash, X amount of pounds of wheat. So the straw and the hay is not the cheshman. That goes to the, to the, rent, the renter. But by macabre, that goes to the, I think the renter gets it because the, the only thing the landlord gets is whatever, 100 pounds of wheat, like we said. 100, not pounds, sorry, volume. 100 gallons of wheat. But when it comes to the, when it comes to the macabre, it's percentage, therefore the percentage includes the, the straw and the hay. If it's a case of a vineyard, whatever percentage we agree you get of the wine, right? the vines themselves, the twigs of the vines that fall off, that die, whatever it is, we divide that all as well. You have these sticks that you put in the ground for the vine to grow up. How to divide that? <laughs> so it depends. However, you bought it. They divide it, right? If a minigamakam is you buy b'shutfus and everyone's saying, I paid for I paid for it, we go out for minigamakam. If one of them says it has a right or the minigamakam is or whatever is a right is that he bought it. Whoever bought it, it's his. Why is that? Because it's poshut. Because you might think that even though, even though the minigamakam is that the renter pays for it or the landlord pays for it, the percentage of division assumes that when we finish the work, we divide those even, we divide those uh, the way we agreed. The answer is no. Whoever paid for them, he gets to take them. A person who takes a share crop from his friend to plant. Lita means to plant. In English, plant means plant anything. Plant apple seeds, plant wheat, loshikhaydish. Depending on what you're planting, the lushing changes. Lita means to plant trees. Yeah? Yeah. The assumption is 10 bad trees or 10 bad vines for each. An area of where you can plant a saw of grain, which is 50 square amas, which is 2,500 square, square feet, which is 4,000 square feet. You assume there's 10 <laughs> trees. That's normal. If it's more than that, Megala was a curl, then he has to pay back the landlord everything. Up to 10, this is, this is normal. If it's more than 10, you're doing something wrong. All right, so I'm in your house and I'm cleaning, I'm the cleaning lady. I break one dish a week. Normal. I break two dishes a week, but I'm being a clutch, so I have to pay for both dishes. You don't say one dish a week is normal. That's right, that you're not, uh, you'd be. Makabal says, Makabal is a person who is Makabal, a share crops a field from someone else, and the field doesn't produce a lot. So now, so now this is not, this field isn't doing anything. It's not worth my time. I rather learn cold. Rather work in the store. If the field will still produce two saw of grain more than uh, the, the price of two saw of grain more than the price you're going to cost to work, the renter has to keep his deal and produce it. The landlord can have his two saw or his percentage of those two saw. 
Now again, when it comes to a chayker, not a gay, you have to pay the set amount. That's what it says in the shtar of al karka. And even if there's no shtar, the fact you write in the shtar of mini Yisrael is a riot, that's the minik. I'm going to get up, on your and plow, the Ezra and plant, the Ezra and reap, the Amar and make a bundle, the Adush and thresh, the Ezra and winnow, the Amid Kri, Lofanecha, and set up a pile of grain in front of you, and a pile of grain, a Kri, is a minimum of two saw. The Titel has Chetze, and you'll take half. Whatever the percentage is. I'll get the rest. Based on my work and how much I invested. And therefore, unless it's going to produce less than two saw, you don't have a right to back out of the agreement. And if he, if he doesn't back out, if he does back out, he doesn't work, the Chur the Makal taking the Bezdin and force him to pay whatever the Bezdin estimates it would have produced. You dollar, you give excuse me. A person who takes a share crop field from his friend and then he leaves it empty. Oh, exactly the Kasha. What if he does, I make the deal of give you 10% of the field? And decide, I don't work at all. 10% of zero is zero. Somebody still back on your last you have to make a cash how much it could have produced. Give him the money of what we assume that would have been. Again, that's what it says in the star. And even if there's no star, as Malachi Mission explains, that's what the assumed agreement is. If I leave it empty and I don't work, excuse me, I don't work, I'm going to give from the best and pay you back. Similarly, if he worked only half the field, again, you have to cash what the loss was and pay him back. Why is it chayv to pay lechayr? We learned in Hilchas Mechira. This part I don't understand so well, but we learned in Hilchas Mechira. There's a concept of a smachta. If I tell you, if I do this, I give you that. If not, I don't give you that. Or if, if I don't do this, if I if I if I don't do what I promise to you, I'm going to pay you X amount of money. That's called an smachta. I'm relying on the fact that hopefully I don't have to do it. So I'm not really making a real commitment. So over here, I said, if I don't if I don't work, I'm going to pay you. I was relying on working lechayr, so it's chayr to smachta. So I'm impatient. He didn't agree on himself a set amount of dollar amount, like by Yosecha, for example, that we should say, that he was relying on the fact that he wouldn't have to come to that situation. He made it tonight. He's going to pay from the best. He's Meshabbat himself. Essentially, Essentially, he's, he's considered a shib, a, a, a genuine commitment, not considered a smachta, for reasons that I don't totally understand. If he said, if he said, if I leave it foul, I don't work, and he said, I'm going to give you a hundred dinner. That's, that's an smachta, because he's relying on the, he's, he's saying, I'm, I'm so promising you that I'm going to work over here, that I'm willing to commit that if I don't work, I'm give you a hundred dinner. That commitment is in a smachta. I'm relying on the fact that I'm going to work. I'm trying to show you how serious I am. I wasn't relying, I wasn't committing if I don't work, because I decided I'm, I don't want to work I'm going to pay you 100 dinner I was like my, my, my way of saying I'm for sure going to work right if it's a percent when it comes to the field percentage apparently we say not like that it's not because it's not one second and therefore um he uh, that's a smach. Therefore, if if uh, he, if he doesn't leave the, he doesn't leave the, doesn't work the field, he only pays whatever bez and upshots he's chayiv to to pay. You doubt? One second, I can't explain. Look at note seventy eight. Hamakabel southern nazar l'bishnos in a person who takes a share, field for sharecropping to to, to plant sesame seeds, which is very expensive. Nazarachitim is that he plants wheat. However, that wheat was so amazing, it was as expensive as sesame, which is very rare. Ainly elav al terimis, the guy can only be angry with him, but the fact is. He has no monetary loss. He got the same amount of money in the end. 
Also, because ten percent of the of the of the wheat is worth ten percent of the sumsum, or even more. If, however, it's a normal year and the wheat he he, he plants, ten percent of it is much less than ten percent of the sumsum. The difference of what ten percent of the grain of sumsum versus the chitim, he has to compensate the landlord. If, however, the wheat is more than the sumsum by a right, this amazing wheat, even the land gets more. He can't tell him, listen, it's our good luck, my good luck. I should give you only 10% of the sumsumin. No, the fact is, both of us are gaining over here, and since the wheat produced more than usual, both the landlord and the tenant keep their agreement, he gets the same 10%.